Okay, we're back. I'm back. I'm Joe. I'm Connor. I'm Josh. And we're here for Marvel Therapy Group. Episode, don't remember. 24? 24, alright. 24. 25? 24, maybe. 25. I don't know. Hey, you want to know what's better than 24? It's lit. 25. Ha, 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 ha. Keith or Sutherland would disagree with that, though. Really? A SpongeBob. He was in 24. Movie. I'm making a SpongeBob joke here. Oh, jeez. Because it's 90s. 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Did SpongeBob come out in the 90s? Yeah. I think it started in the 90s. I don't know late if it was 90s. Early 2000s. No, it definitely came out in the late 90s. Hang on a second. All right. So. We're talking all about Captain Marvel today. And all things 90s. All things 90s. All things 90s. Yep. Oh, hang on. My 90s Macho Man shirt is a little too tight. Oh, and yeah, yeah it's 99. Okay. Ha-ha. So that is 90s, yes. All right. Sorry, Connor. So, I'm back. I'm Joe. And as we introduced ourselves already, fourth co-host Connor, actor Josh. Jo- uh, Jack is not here because he's been banned after using the pun hijacked. <laughs> and I will not stand for that. I don't anyway. understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> You're into it? And it thickens the plot. I mean, there's there's a whole backstory running here now. I like it. It's usually what happens when you add flour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. All right. Can we? Should we dive right in, or is that like a spoiler warning that we have to do first? We should probably do a spoiler warning. Let's play the intro first. Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. Uh-oh, oh, hands. I was, I was just waiting. I was waiting. I'm making sure. All right. So, waiting on um, the world to change. I guess, like, uh, first thing to take away. I, I thought overall it was an okay movie. I had fun because, like, at all Marvel movies, I think you'll have a fun time no matter what. It's going to be... Because it's all connected to each other, but it was just really? okay. <laughs> I know, right? A no, cinematic yeah. universe? <laughs> What? Josh never DC does. can't figure it out. I know. You nothing gets by you, Josh. I know, exactly. I don't know, but you I feel as though you guys are in the same boat as me. I have to agree. It was Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good yeah. movie, but it was an okay movie. Thankfully, it was, it was a very nineties movie. I think that's what really... well, no, well, that's what we were talking about earlier was it was, but it wasn't at the same time. Like other than besides Blockbuster and Radio Shack. And Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. startup. That was probably the most 90s part of the movie. Yeah. What, besi- was, what was the Fresh Prince reference? There was literally a quick line where the daughter... Where was like, like, she's like, are you going to be back enough to watch Fresh, Fresh Prince? Oh, or something? Oh, I, I thought that was adorable. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I, it's funny because there's two parts of that. Because I think this almost as though this movie was released in the 90s. Because it felt, by the way it was paced, it was a very 90s movie as though. Because it was... It was Kind of corny, at first. yeah, yeah. But I don't think they, as what we're saying, we they didn't lean into the fact that it was the nineties as enough. I they thought didn't. that they really just like touched on it here and there. They just kind of threw some random songs exactly. in there, like when they were driving on the like a canyon road and they had a song. No, like, a little bit of place, yes. but okay, yeah, is that one? I thought I don't know. I think because like they had a blockbuster and Radio Shack reference 
right after each other. And then, like, no 90s talk. Yeah, nothing. The whole, like, maybe, like, 30 minutes, and then there was, like, a 90s song. You're like, oh, it's the 90s. She steals that guy's bike and then puts on, like, biker... Nine Inch Nails t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. But it, it, I feel as though they could have joked about the 90s more, because that was, like, such a... That was, like, the first thing in the trailer. Yeah. It was, like, a blockbuster, and I was like, oh, it's the 90s. <laughs> Which isn't actually a real blockbuster, by the way. Did you right, see that article that came out? Yeah, and they're having like, tourists yeah. filming it just because it's in Captain Marvel. Yeah. That's so cool. I think, yeah, it, was, I think it, it was in California, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's only That's the only one left in the United States. There used to be two in Alaska, but it was both closed. Oh, poor yeah. Alaska. <laughs> they need their, their DVD well, they, Yeah, they had Blockbuster and Sarah Palin. <laughs> Where else am I going to run True Detective? <laughs> I was cleaning out the basement the other day, and I found the old Blockbuster membership card. Oh, you did? Oh. <sighs> Like, I could sell it to a museum now, right? I know, yeah. You could sell it to a Captain Marvel fan. You could probably sell probably it. American History Museum in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Um, I could sell that, fund this podcast. Exactly. I wonder what the age was of kids who saw this who didn't get most of it. I would like to say there was, like, a fair amount of the audience. I would say like, What's blockbuster, at least 50%. Right? Like, at least, at least yeah, 50%. I think that, at least. Because I know that there were kids during the movies, like, there was a friend of mine who was telling me he was sitting in the back yeah. of the theater, and, like, there was a kid that shouted, like, oh, the 80s, and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> you know, classic. <laughs> but did we hear how much it made in its opening weekend? It was, like, 455 million? Yeah, 60 million. Worldwide. But half a billion dollars worldwide. That has to be one weekend. of the biggest Marvel openings. It is, right? wasn't like, it? Didn't it beat Infinity War? It couldn't have beaten Infinity War. It thought it did. Really? I thought it was, oh, it's the first or the second, and it's one of those two. Yes. I think it might have been the second gro- highest grossing. I think Infinity War was number That's one. Amazing. I mean, obviously, like I assume that I I know right off the bat, Endgame's gonna be like the highest grossing Marvel <laughs> yeah. film of all time. Because the sequel people was always people are gonna go see it like five times in its opening. No, you're so. <laughs> It's all, it's the same thing. Like Empire Strikes Back was a bigger grossing movie than A New Hope. When you have a sequel that's direct to it, like more. People Especially when it comes out. Well, this one's not coming out fifty years later, but like, Last Jedi came out fifty years after the um, original ones. That's a good point. Force Awakens. You said the Last Jedi. You said Last Jedi. Oh, is that the one coming out? What? No, the Force so Awakens. Last Jedi was the one from '83. Force Awakens was the one that came out in 2015. Uh, wait, the Last Jedi. No, 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 sorry. Return of the Jedi. I got confused. Okay. Sorry, okay. I was the like... titles are so similar. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> These movies... I can't wait for them to call this one The Four Sith Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same thing. No, speaking of Star Wars, I actually wanted to talk about this. I felt as if there were so many, like, things when I was watching Captain Marvel. I'm like, is this just from Star Wars? Like, Jude Law even had the line where it's like, don't let your emotions, like, something you're... Judgment. Cloud your judgment. Yeah, exactly. And that was like, that's directly ripped from Star Wars. Well, no, it was something word. like Yoda. Yoda said it. Yeah, and they, they changed one word in Captain Marvel, so it didn't, like, copy that. And well, also, what they probably did was just take that one line that Yoda said and just unscrambled it like Yoda says his lines, and they're like, well, just use it. They won't notice. But also it was things like the 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 the, uh, the chase scene through the canyon. Like, that's, like, Star Warsy. There were so many moments oh, yeah. in this where it was like... Well, because I'm pretty sure they did like a an aerial shot too at one point. Yeah. How they used to do it with Star Wars, right. where they I would do the that. aerial shot, and, and they were like zooming yeah. in and out. Oh, it was. It was at, at the, the very end. at the very end when they were going through yeah. the canyons. It was kind of like that was Phantom very Menace. Star Wars. It was very yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, and I think because like I remember when I watched Guardians, and I initially said I love this whole space thing. It reminds me of Star Wars, and that's when Marvel introduced the whole space element to this universe. Mm. 
In this movie, I didn't know what they were trying to do, like enforce the space side and Earth, because it felt as though it wasn't an even balance. No, it wasn't. Of both of And them. because of that, I was like, why should I care about this character? I know, yes. I just, I don't have an attachment to Captain Marvel yet. Oh, that's... Like, and then going back to your emotion comment, I feel like that's what they tried to make her character yes. development about. But they only had, like, a line at the beginning and a line at the very end about her emotions. Also, she wasn't that emotional she of a wasn't person. Well, <laughs> and it all, yeah, she was very monotone acting in that thing, I felt like, for a majority of it. Like, she, yeah. like even at the end credits when she's like, where's Fury? Like, right. I don't like, think that's anything against Brie Larson. I no, it isn't. Playing that as, I think it was like, a direction A brainwashed too. soldier. Yeah. She, there were two sides of Captain Marvel. There was, like, the snarky remark side. And there was this, I'm a noble warrior hero. Well, or I mean, you can yeah. even make the debate. It was like for Bucky Barnes. When he was the Winter Soldier and he got brainwashed. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he yeah, was more like a soldier. She wasn't. She honestly just looked like she was a human who had no idea what the hell was going oh, on. she had no idea what was going on. No, she had no idea. But the thing was, because didn't she say to whatever Jude Law's character's name was that she was having the flashbacks? That's probably, I think so. I think. She and, at least and, mentioned and, that she keeps seeing that woman. Yeah. yeah. And then, I seeing her. And then I feel like he, like, if you were Jude Law, like, wouldn't you kind of be concerned, be like, oh, crap, also, she's learning something? if I were Jude Law, I wouldn't take half of her name tag and be like, hmm. That's what we I'm said, too. i last, like, part of her name as her name, and she'll never figure it out. That like, was really clever. I didn't figure that out until yeah. someone told me after the movie. And then it became unclever. And then it immediately became unclever. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, we were talking about that. If you want to brainwash someone, why are you going to give them a name even closely related to Exactly, their I know. Name? Just call Yeah, them and then, like I was saying with the thing when she was starting to remember things, like he was, like, not concerned about it at all. Yeah. And he was like, Okay. Whatever. Like, it's, yeah. like, really, like, if you were well, brainwash someone, like, wouldn't you be concerned, like, they're, like, memory, memorizing things? You're kind of, like... Because so he, he knew who Marvel was. Like, wouldn't you be, like, oh, crap, no, he's, she's starting to know who he, she is? Right. And he's just kind of, like, all right, we'll see you at Earth. Yeah. I think, I mean, and I think that goes back to the whole, I don't know, because, like, that kills me with the whole emotion thing again, because I understand the whole soldier thing, but Jude Law would constantly comment, like, you're too emotional. You, your emotions get in the way. And there was no emotional, like, <laughs> strength from her in the end. And also, the whole point of Captain Marvel is supposed to be, I think, it's okay to feel your emotions, right? Like, that's... Or it's okay to be emotional? I don't know. It's either that or you can do whatever... Because there were two things that I thought Captain Marvel was about. It was either that or it was about you can do whatever to this woman, but she will always get back up. I, I think it was more that. And I think it's more that. They just did a poor job of doing that, I think. Yeah. That's, that's my own. They showed it in the trailer, and then... I mean, yeah. that was the big reveal. Like, I you think, saw it in the trailer. Oh, she gets back up. I think that's <laughs> the... The entire movie, one of my friends said the entire movie was just her being put, kicked down and then getting back up. Oh, over and, and over again. the funny thing, too, is what I've really noticed, too... I mean, naturally, this movie came out in the 80s, but it was at the end when she was fighting Jude Law... Yeah. And he kind of was like going into that whole like, I'm gonna fight you kind of thing, and she just sticks out her thing and blasts him. I was like, I was like, where does this scene remind me of? Like from a movie? I was like, this scene reminds me of something. Then I remember it was from Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones. Indiana when Jones he pulls out the gun and just shoots, shoots also, the guy with the knives. It's from another Marvel movie too, because that reminded me exactly of the first Avengers. Oh, he's just yeah. screaming at Hulk. Yeah, and Hulk <laughs> boom, just grabs him. And <laughs> yeah. Then just I, but they did that tastefully, though, for Mar like for Avengers. They did that tastefully. This one was just like, boom, and then he gets, he's kind of like, 
Well, it's also and like she's like I don't have anything to prove to you, and then I'm yeah, like, and oh, there's her character development, I guess. Yeah, I, I know exactly. <laughs> well, and it was also so predictable because the second that he put down his guard and the speech got long, you're like, okay, she's just gonna blast. <laughs> yeah, that's like exactly what's gonna happen. I don't. Oh, that's something that also kills me about superhero movies. Sometimes this is a really minor thing. I hate when the hero fights themselves. Like, it happens in Black Panther. Black Panther fights gold Black Panther. Iron Man oh. fights bigger Iron Man. Brie Larson fights people with different color palettes. Like, it's literally... It's it's the same same kind of hero-villain fight for the majority of Marvel films. But like, that, that's fighting. what superhero movies are, though. I that's guess. That's more character development. But with I the inner struggle sometimes, which too. Which there was none in this movie. There was, yeah, exactly. Well, I was just saying in general, that's what... I think there's certain things that do well where they're not just fighting the reverse color palette of the character. Like, when all of the people fight Loki, like, you know what I mean? But I, you could say Loki's Thor opposite, I get. I, I guess I always go to Captain America and Red Skull. I find that a different enough... Red Skull! I don't know, yeah. <laughs> let's get... Let's um, bring him back. Hashtag Red Skull for Endgame. <laughs> let's get some more Red Skull. In I want him now. in the post I want more worst point of Infinity War. What? No. At first, I was like, I was like, oh my god, it's Hugo Weaving, and I'm like, that's not Hugo Weaving. No. And then in the end, it was kind of like, okay, so I'm okay. I, I don't really It was care some guy from yet. The Walking Dead that yes, they had yeah. play it. Yeah, okay, side story. Yeah, Red Skull in Infinity War was completely useless. Yeah, he was. It was just something as a shock well, factor to the yeah. fans. Yeah, well, what they should have been. But, but you're telling me that out of the entire universe, the Infinity Fo- and the Infinity Stones found a Nazi and was like, we want you to guard We us. want you to guard that. <laughs> And then how has he been sustained for ten years? His face is red, that's why. <laughs> he had no he food or water, the, he, so he was just like... He has the snow, that's water. Yeah, stones. exactly. Yeah, the <laughs> stones are actually rocking. And he's not really human either, so you... He, well, he is human. Yeah, but he's not fully human, though. No, he is. He's but he is. Super Soldier Serum. Except he got a cool cape. <laughs> that's what I noticed the whole time. And a badass... Like, What's up with this cape? Yeah. And then a badass car. Yeah, well, I mean... Not in not in Infinity Land. No, but that's what we're gonna call it. There's there's, there's space. There's Earth and Infinity Land. Perfect. Where they all go. Um, and then there's the '90s where Brie Larson is. And not going back to Brie Larson in the '90s. Yeah. Uh, I there were there were great moments to it. I thought there was a lot of really good acting jobs. Like I thought Jude Law is amazing. Ben Mendelsohn is incredible as the Scroll guy. I thought like his Samuel Jackson, of course, is fun. I don't get how... First off, Samuel Jackson, like, de-ages himself in general. Because he's a 70-year-old man and he doesn't look 70. Well, that's so what I was saying, too. Like, I was like, you could definitely notice that they had to do a lot for Clark Gregg to get him to look yes. younger. And Samuel Jackson, I heard they did some of it, but it, to me it wasn't that noticeable. It's almost like, in my mind, it looked like they just gave him hair. Yeah. Like, that's how good he looks. Like, yeah. I well, know and that they used... The, we, me and Joe were talking, and it was like that one scene you could tell that the CGI was wicked bad. Yes, was at the stairs when he was pointing his gun down at them, and he's like, no, they're not Greg. down here. It's clear down here. Yeah. That's what I said. That's yeah. what I said him. Yeah. That we, you you could tell that. I was like, oof. It was a little weird. They should have gave him just a kind of like shiny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It was like a baby face. They baby really... Face. Well, because they... I forgot. They made him really young. I forgot. Like, he was... What do you think they were trying to make him be? Because it made him feel as though... Because he was a new recruit. Like, he was in his... Maybe... Well, no, you know what it looked like? It looked like regular Clark... Or, like, today's Clark Gregg, but just with a touch-up. Like, yeah. Like, when your school photos get touched up and they take out, like, freckles... And oh, and zits. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, he just looked shiny the yeah. whole time. <laughs> they, were, they were like, okay, Samuel Jackson... <laughs> 
we'll look younger, and Clark Gregg will be shiny, and that will solve all our problems. <laughs> and I mean, I, to me, like, they didn't really have to de-age, because Clark Gregg doesn't look that old in general. No. Like, no. you honestly, like, you CGI, you can easily do without. Like, if you have someone who's good with makeup, you can contour someone's face to look younger. Mm-hmm. You know this. I mean, I know that it, it works to a certain extent because it depends on... Because, like, the, like, if I were the Russo brothers and I saw the CGI for that and I saw that scene, that would make me cringe. I don't know how well they could have done the makeup compared to the CGI because I... I thought you could, you can do makeup better than you can do CGI because if you make CGI, CGI is has come a long way. You know, like, especially, like, from, like, the Star Wars movies, like, even from the 80s, even from the early 2000s. I I rewatched Tron Legacy, which, don't ask me why I rewatched Tron Legacy, but I rewatched Tron Legacy, and I remember back in the day, I was like, oh, my God, Jeff Bridges looks so real. How did they make him look young? Look up pictures now of what they did to Jeff Bridges' face, because it is the most CGI, because, like, the first Uh scene, like... It's like a flashback. It's young Jeff Bridges talking to his son saying, I'll be back, but then he gets trapped in the machine. Yeah. And I was like, I can't wait to... I, I remember this being so good. And then it flips to him, and it's like a cartoon character is standing next to this real boy. It's it's the great... I'll, yeah. I'll try to find pictures. I'll try to find pictures. But it's weird. I think they just want to keep flexing this technology. They just want to keep... Because I think it looks great in Pirates. Like, that's like a moment where I think the DH is really useful because they made Johnny Depp look like... A 15-year-old pirate or something crazy. Like well, that. yeah. I mean, I'm saying you can do it in moderation. Like, you can do it right. Like, if you're going to do CGI, you got to do it right. Make it look convincing. And I understand, like, the technology. Like, there's certain things that you're not going to be able to do. Like, yeah. it's not going to be perfect. Like, it's not going to look like me and you. Because, obviously, it's, like, not that. It's not at that level yet. But, like, I don't know. Sometimes I think CGI kind of kills. Hang on, I'm finding it. I, I, per, I personally think that they... You're telling me in Hollywood they couldn't find a makeup artist good enough to make him look a little <laughs> yeah. bit younger? Okay, that's Jeff Bridges' CGI in Tron Legacy. That's like, that's like the, the GameCube games that we used to it play. It just doesn't hold up at yeah. all. Yeah. And that's only maybe 2010? Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm getting Well, that it was right. funny. The other day, I was at my neighbor's house and we were playing the original Black Ops from like eight years, nine years ago. Like Black Ops One, yeah. and we were looking at it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This the graphics in this are so bad." Like, I mean, they were bad, and I was like, "This was only nine years ago." And like back then, obviously, that was like we thought that was like the shiz, you know? Well, that was also, like the I best mean, that's thing. That's how quickly people are able to move graphically now. Like things in in a movie quality from nine years ago doesn't look good anymore. I wonder how long these effects will hold up. Probably the aging effects. Like, do you I think mean, the de aging effect wasn't bad. It's very well, good. It was but like, how long they, will it be until we're like, oh my god, this is prehistoric? It oh, probably yeah. will be in another ten years. It or when you it get depends. to watch movies in like a hologram, you're like, who could ever watch it on a two D exactly. screen? <laughs> exactly. I'm watching Avengers Seven on my three D surround sound. Hologram. Oh, yeah, eventually. you actually get to take part as one I was of the about characters. to say, you become an Avengers <laughs> in Avengers. Yeah, I mean, eventually, movies, you'll be more yeah, interactive. Yeah, you fight alongside. Like, you'd uh, actually, like, th- you'd throw on goggles and you'd just be sitting in the actual movie. Yeah. You won't be, like, sitting and staring at a screen. That'd be incredible if you were just one of the Avengers in Avengers 7. You'd eventually. Defeat, defeat ev- Galactus single handedly. Eventually, <laughs> it will have to come to that point of it because the way we've been watching movies has been the same since the 20s. In the 30s, when movies came out, like you pay money to sit in a theater, 
look at a screen from a distance. Like, it hasn't changed. I guess you're right, yeah. Besides, like, now you can watch TV in your house, but, like, the concept of the film and watching it has the same. So, eventually, they're going to have to make that next step. Yeah. Oh, man. I... (laughs) I think I think looking back in retrospect, yeah. I'm only gonna talk like in the ten year time yeah. of Marvel. Captain Marvel really felt like one of the first phase movies to me. Mm-hmm. Like the way it was structured. Yeah. They tried to like say it wasn't an origin story, and to give them credit because it's oh, well, not no, like a, it was an origin story. But it was an origin story in the end because Absolutely. it's not like well, they didn't brand it as an origin story. Exactly, because they tried to say, oh, she already has her powers. Like this isn't yeah, it body. wasn't like the Wolverine movie where it was like Wolverine Origins. But exactly, but it fell in the same category. I know, I made everyone just cringe. Iron Man 1, Captain America First Avenger. It was like that beginning. Well, everyone, you, you have to. You have to have an established. I don't think movie. so, because Spider Man, even though I'm not the biggest fan of Spider Man Homecoming, that just jumps you right in. You see him in Avengers, and then it jumps you right into it. And well, that was refreshing. Yeah, but you, uh, you can make the same debate for the Tobey Maguire ones, too. That's an origin story. Not it wasn't though. I mean, him be- him no, him is, becoming yeah. Spider Man, yes. Yeah. But his background story it doesn't explain his background story. They assume you already know that his parents I... were killed because in the original series they don't mention anything about his in the um, Tobey Maguire ones. They don't say, "Oh, your your pa- your parents died in what was it a plane crash or something." But is that part of the origin? Because the origin story, in my opinion, is just yeah. getting your powers. That's what an origin story is. It's to me an origin story is his backstory. I, Joe, debate. No, I agree with Josh. Yeah. The origin story is how you get your powers. I think that's really what it is. Because in the end, I think I think those movies are origin stories because it's literally like you... Actually, maybe this is the better way. You are Peter Parker, and by the end of the movie, he is Spider-Man. You go from human to super I think human. that's what defines an origin story. Because the backstory you could dig into, and they don't really do it in the original Spider-Man. You're right. They do yeah. it in Amazing Spider-Man, but I don't like it. A backstory is what you go to for character development. I think. So I think the origin story... And I think that's why you can classify Brie Larson's as an origin story, because it's from... Vers, <laughs> Vers, Vers to Captain Marvel. Like that yeah. is the the. Chance. No, actually, Vers to Carol Danvers to. Do they ever say Captain Marvel? Do they? I thought they teased at it. The okay. So the only thing is Samuel Jackson's like I feel bad about like Marvel or something, and she's like it's Marvel, and he's like Marvel sounds oh, yeah. better, and it's like aha, I'm Marvel. That's why we love Carol the Avenger Danvers. <laughs> Although I don't think they ever say Carol Danvers either, because she goes, my name is Carol. Uh, no, they do. Her they do. Says yeah, her her friend, her friend tells her you Carol Danver- Danvers or whatever yeah. her name is. I get so confused because Supergirl's Kara Danvers. Oh. Like it's ridiculous. It's is it really? Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I yeah. wonder which one came first because that's clearly stolen. We got it. We got to see because one of them took it from the other birth. Wait, Marvel and DC did that. Do that all, all the time. time. You're well, so... yeah, because they have a um, what's his name? Doctor Strange. They have two. Doc- they have Doctor Strange in the DC and Doctor Fate. No, they have a Doctor Strange. Oh, there's actually a Doctor Strange. There's a Doctor in DC. Strange in the DC, oh, and then there's Doctor Strange. I just always put Doctor Fate and Doctor Strange. But one is clearly good, and the other one's clearly bad. True. It's <laughs> all right. I think the thing that's fine with the the Kara and Carol thing is I think Supergirl and Captain Marvel are different enough characters. They're both female super heroines who are like super powerful, but at least their powers are kind of different. Mm. I don't know. The priest. Carol. I mean, well, yeah. Captain Marvel is definitely the Superman of the MCU. Yeah. Because she's 
overpowered and no one. And they really her. did show that at the end of Captain Marvel. It was yeah. just like, yeah, this is no sweat for her. No, yeah. She was just destroying war. Okay. So she found <laughs> out that the Kree had been misled by the or, um by the, the Supreme Intelligence yeah. to go like just massacre all of the Skrulls when they thought that the Skrulls were still waging war on them. But instead of trying Stormtroopers. To, <laughs> but instead of trying to like bring that truth out, she just destroys the warships and kills her own people. That's a good point. But Ronan's like, uh <laughs> wait no, send all the pods at the same time. Alright, we're retreating. <laughs> I'll see you again never, yeah. Uh I I think it's interesting because I don't know how you feel about this. I don't know if we, I can't even remember if we already talked about this. I went into the movie at first being like, wait, the Kree are bad. The Kree are bad. I'm like, that's the Finding Guardians. So the uh-huh. whole time I'm like, are the Kree not bad? Maybe they turn bad? And then the scrolls come in and I'm like, okay, so that's the bad guy? But wait, the Kree are the bad guy. So the whole beginning, I like how they twist it. But it feels that the whole time there's the definitive truth of the Kree are bad. Because mm-hmm. the second Jude Law started talking to Ronan, I'm like, they can't be good. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Maybe that's another reason why I didn't really, you know, like you couldn't, you can't pinpoint the concept of this movie. Maybe yeah. Because there's, there's no villain. You don't know who the villain is. Well, also, I'd like to say the scrolls like, claim to be the good guys. Yeah. But one of the scrolls tries to shoot Captain Marvel. Yes. On the on planet Earth. I'm like, is that a stun ray? It's like, <laughs> no, we're not trying to kill you. We just... That's right. That's the bad scroll. Never mind. That's the bad scroll. Oh, yeah, when she was on top of the building. When they were on top of the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy was trying to kill her. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bad scroll, though. He's a bad... I mean, clearly... But was he... I, I don't know. Was he trying... No, I don't think he was. I think he was when trying he to kill Samuel Jackson. Wasn't it Captain Marvel? Yeah, he destroys the whole... Like, I thought it was at Captain Marvel. No, it wasn't, and I thought it was at I thought it was at Samuel Jackson because I remember her moving him or st- okay. pushing him out maybe, of the way. Maybe then, maybe. Okay. Clearly, at one point, the Skrulls and the Kree civilizations were at war, so one of them, or maybe they're both villains to yeah, each exactly, other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I know so that many. traditionally the Kree are they they they're self-serving, so it just depends on if you fall if you happen to fall on the same side as them, then you're they're their allies. But yeah. Then, like. As soon as that problem's over, they can be your enemies yeah. again. Yeah. I think, I it's kind of, I, I, I compared it to Ant-Man and the Wasp, or just Ant-Man. Ant-Man is like a smaller hero, so when he, like, faces problems, they're at a smaller level. Like, obviously, like, the stakes in Ant-Man and the Wasp, they weren't, like, the world destruction or anything yeah, like just that. Yeah, it's It's very small, because he's, he's not as powerful. He's, he's Ant-Man. But when you have Captain Marvel, which comes this this galactic uh, thing, you thought that the plot would be stronger in that case. Mm. I feel as though there should have been more stakes on her part. And I guess it's like a whole, the whole idea is her regaining who Carol is. Oh, that's true. What were the stakes? The survival of the Skrulls, I guess. I guess, but yeah. I don't the Skrulls know. were introduced in the movie, so again, you don't care I don't know, that. yeah. I, uh, it's... I had fun. It's just like, I've, it, I, it really is just a fun movie, I think, because there isn't much... There. It's just that... And when Endgame comes out, it might change my mind because I might come to love Captain Marvel. That usually is the case when they yeah. have the big movies. Like, you love all the characters in the bigger <laughs> film. So we'll see. Oh, here, here's the one thing I had to say. Just if... Um, so Jude Law, they always go back to, like, who does Jude Law see in the Central Intelligence? Right? Or something like that? They never answer that, right? No. But it's probably... Her? Is that crazy to say? 
She asks him that, and he doesn't answer. Yeah. I don't know why Who do they turn... I forgot. What did they say they turn into? You're the person you look up to the most. Something, yeah. But it's weird because he... um, Why would he look up to her? I don't know, but it's like it may, they never answered it intentionally, yeah. I think. Unless yeah. that's really bad writing, and I doubt it because this is Marvel. They're not like that clumsy with writing. So. Jude Law's character, Jan Rog, <laughs> he says at one point, Jan We never tell each other who we see. But then as soon as Captain Marvel gets to Earth and she's on the phone with him, she says, I saw her. I saw Wendy Lawson. She's who I see as the artificial intelligence. Like... You just you just broke the rules. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh man! Oh the cr- oh the not crane. five minutes ago he told you no one tells anyone. Well, remember they're very emotional except they show no emotion. <laughs> it's it was so Vulcan-y, but it wasn't like as well written as Vulcan in my opinion. Um. Oh, we were talking earlier about um again like character development where in the final the the big fight scene, Captain Marvel's taking down all of the side characters in that room. She gets to Minerva, Gemma Chan's character. And, and she's like, you knew all along, even though there's no evidence to support that Minerva knew that they were massacring Skrulls just for fun. And she's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Captain Marvel goes, that, is that why we never hung out? And she just goes, no, I just never liked you. See, see that's what I was saying, that their failed attempt at humor in this movie. Yes, I think it was supposed to be right. a joke, and then it was just kind of like, no one was like, everyone was like... It's like... Well, I probably because they never interacted the movie at all. I don't like, think they why did. Why did they hang out? Well, that's friends. what I, I think. That's what you were saying too. Like they hadn't. Like no one cared. Like, yeah. like there was no evidence to support like what you said. Like that they whatever you were saying. No, you're so it's it's kind of like as though they followed the classic script of like okay, we're gonna have the fight scene, and, and then, then we, we'll throw a line of comedy. Yeah, we're gonna in throw there. a line of comedy in the fight scene to break the tension. The fight scene was great, by the way. To give Captain Marvel yeah. a plus, I thought that fight scene was really well. Like. You couldn't see CG at all because I think it was mostly wire work. Yeah. So that was that was really impressive. I yeah. liked that a lot. And you just knew she was going to win because she was invulnerable. It, that it, point. Literally, she yeah. was on the poster. <laughs> yeah. Why was she having trouble beating Jude Law during that fight? And then at the end, I guess in the end, he just let his guard down and yeah. she decided to blast him. Like, was just, that was just so, a, a very anticlimactic. The movie is anticlimactic because there's probably about five minutes of her being like super awesome, uh-huh. and the rest of the movie is just like. And then who they, am I? they then they leave twenty, thirty years. Twenty years. Yes. <laughs> um, twenty thirty years, years. Of, of mystery where we don't know what happened between nineteen ninety five and two thousand nineteen or eighteen when nineteen. Nine. Ah, oh, so the next, do you think the next movie will fall in between? There? If they're smart, they should do a Captain Marvel two, and it happens between. It shouldn't I agree, be yeah. just a jump to two thousand whatever. Then it's like unless Endgame goes into a little bit of it, but I don't think they. Did will they announce it, it yet? Captain Marvel 2? Yeah. I don't think so. But the money that this is making, they have to. Like, I mean, I can't imagine... Well, that's why I was asking... Also, she's probably taking the Captain America mantle, I think, is... Oh, I... As in, not her being Captain America, but, like, she will be... The new leader leader of the Avengers. Avengers, Yeah. Oh, sweet lord, help us all. Because they teased it. Like, they... Her name... Her name on the fighter jet was Avenger. 
Like, the whole Avengers that initiative little, is after her. That was a little weird. Which is dumb. It's like the same That's thing. how he comes up with the Avengers, Joe. I know, Did I you guys see that. Han Solo? Because I felt the same way during Han Solo. No, I didn't. There's, do you mind if I spoil one little thing from I'm gonna, Han Solo? I'm going to like, scream. There's, there's a scene where, like, towards the beginning, Han's, like, trying to get off the planet. And the Imperial officer, like, he's going to be recruited for the Imperial Armor. And the Imperial officer's, like, name. And he's, like, Han. And, like, the Imperial officer's, like, last name. And Han's, like, I don't have one. And he's, like, really? Solo. Because he's alone. That's weird. Like, nobody asked for that. It's kind of like nobody asked for why is it called the Avengers? It's just really thrown in things that yeah. nobody really cares to know. That's really weird. It's su- it's such a weird... Because there's like a minute pause where... The well, then I also didn't like, understand the fact that like... And also like that scene where he has like that... He gets the case of eyes in the mail. And I'm like... <laughs> And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, there's no point of adding this scene because everyone knows he doesn't use a fake eye anyway. Also, I love how the eyes were different colors. Yeah. Like, why would he not get another eye that was the same color as the original eye? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want one green eye on my left side. Know, they could tie that in with Rocket, because Rocket just happened to have a spare that eye. Would be fu- <laughs> that would have been that'd be so funny. Well, well, actually, Nick Fury got evaporated, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Or Rocket Dehydrated be... is what we like to call them. <laughs> because Rocket's still alive. Rocket can be on Earth and be like, if they go to the S.H.I.E.L.D. building, yeah. he's like, look, I found a, a, a tray so of eyes. <laughs> that would make that scene worth it for me. That would totally tie it in. Also, we know that Fury has to come back because Captain Marvel has to have a moment with Fury. Yeah. Because that's her only connection. It is. Yeah. She barely has a connection to Earth. Let's I know, honest. right? Yeah. <laughs> she she bar- doesn't know anything. She doesn't have a connection to the Kree. She doesn't have a connection to Earth. Yeah, if I could, if I could talk one last thing about Captain Marvel, and then then we can move on. To oh, I have a few more things. Oh, okay, good. All right, let's keep talking Captain Marvel. I think the hard thing about the movie is that it kind of starts from the end in a way, because the whole resolution is where she's in the Central Intelligence and she's watching herself get knocked down. Mm. That all happened before, so her whole revelation is the past. If that makes any sense, her yeah. whole arc yeah, yeah, has yeah. already happened. Yeah. The idea yeah. of her always getting back up. That's already existed. It's not a new discovery. It's her rediscovering it is the whole plot. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, I think yeah. that's like a really hard thing to do as a character development. It, And it, that's why I think it kind of fell short for me. It's that the, all her development has already happened. Yeah. As a character. In yeah. a way. I don't know. Carol. Carol. <laughs> Carol Danvers. She, she did a good job doing this. Carlos I think it's probably very blast. hard as an actor to do this and make it very convincing, shooting photon blasts out of your hands. Yeah, I have to admit that I was I went to this move with such low expectations because I didn't think the trailers looked good, especially in that scene where she and Nick and Nick Fury are sitting in the restaurant and she or the bar and she punches a photon blast to the jukebox. <laughs> it just looked so bad. Like she yeah. was But but yeah. because I had such low expectations I was okay with the movie. It was not as bad. Also, the joke around the jukebox I thought landed. That whole thing with, um... A squirrel cannot do that. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. I thought that was well done. Yeah. Samuel Jackson, his humor scenes usually landed for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he... Clark Gregg was good. Samuel Jackson, like, I mean... Yeah, true. Jude Law's amazing in everything he does. Even even in the Sherlock Holmes movies? I don't like those, but I still think he's a good actor. Yeah. I I think he does good work. You You didn't like those movies? No. Really? No. I, I prefer, like, classic Sherlock Holmes when it comes to Sherlock Holmes. The one Why? with Robert Downey Jr.? I prefer, like, Sherlock yeah. and... I don't like those either. Really? Why? Is it because he's an American playing a Brit? 
Totally, I don't care. <laughs> because do you know how many actors are and actresses and I just think are that people British? like Benedict do a better job. I just I think that's that's my reason. I prefer like the Benedict Cumberpatch Sherlock over the Well, to each his own. Yeah, this isn't the Sherlock. Yeah. They're both hey, they're both in the MCU. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Actually wait. All oh, that the Sherlock's is funny. and Watsons are in the MCU. Martin uh-huh. Freeman, Benedict, <laughs> Jude Law, and Robert Downey Jr. They're all now. Oh my god, yeah. That that's is crazy. funny. Okay. That's funny. Well, see, it's not. It wasn't a wasted conversation after It really all. wasn't. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that, that. is kind of I didn't. I even... was waiting for the line in Infinity War where Martin Freeman's character would pop up and Benedict Cumberpatch and Robert Downey Jr. would be arguing. And then Martin Freeman was like, no shit, Sherlock, or something like that. I was waiting for them to do a line. <laughs> they didn't do it at all, but I was yeah. hoping for it. I think eventually... So in the comics, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers' friend, is um, Monica Rambo, And in the movie, in the 90s... Monica Geller. It was Maria Rambo, But her daughter's name was Monica. Oh! So when, her, when Captain Marvel's trilogy arc finally gets back up to the present time, and... Um, Monica is now grown up, then she can take the place as Monica Rambeau and be, like, her friend, even though she's her niece. So you think in Endgame there will be an older version of Monica Rambeau? Rambeau I think it's possible, definitely. Like, maybe her mom, like, maybe Maria got snapped. Yeah. I was just hoping Sylvester Stallone would pop out. And and Monica's like, I haven't seen you in 20 years. I know, right? That's that's weird. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You look the same somehow. I know, that's such a crazy time jump. To do 20 years is like wow i've been because like she's not earthling she spent that was a day right she was on earth for a day yeah and that's it so that's pretty that. yeah i know 22 hours we're gonna do the jude law thing that he said <laughs> we'll be there in 22 hours <laughs> oh captain marvel so that's cool and which we have... seemed like a long time to get to earth i know right 22 hours we haven't talked about goose Oh, we should probably talk about Goose. Then. Definitely oh, talk about Goose. cat was walking around for six years. Oh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> wait, 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 yeah. we'll go with the problems of Goose first, then go into how great Goose was. Yeah, so Marvel brought Goose, presumably brought Goose to Earth. I don't think it's ever explained. It's never said, no, yeah. But Marvel presumably brought Goose to Earth as a Florkin, probably for protection or maybe it was just her pet. But then after Marvel dies. This cat, Splark, has just been walking around this facility for six years. Just surviving off people. Yeah, this is just like eating unsuspecting people. He must have been just eating people. <laughs> and everyone's like, it's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one even notices this cat for six years. Yeah, I know. I never really thought about that, but you're so right. That is a big problem. Clearly I, it wasn't hiding, because they... They the found Fury the cat and, easy, yeah. And Danvers walk in, and there's... There's goose. However, they do they uh, to give them credit. They do have the line where they that uh, the woman says, "Wow, goose really takes a liking to you." It's hard for a goose to take a liking to someone. So maybe the cat was actually hiding oh. for six years. Yeah, and surviving on what? Just eating a random janitor. I don't, I don't know how that alien works. Maybe it doesn't actually have to feed or something. Maybe I don't know. My God, damn this movie! Wow, goose. Whoever thought goose was so complicated. <laughs> But Goose is great. Oh, wait, okay, so we'll have another problem with Goose. Goose. The post credit scene when... Goose. <laughs> Goose. <Ingen. laughs> Diesel was angry that there was a character closely resembling Groot. Who like it. I am Goose. The, the post credit scene where Goose coughs up the Tesseract. Oh, well, the Tesseract in, as in general. First time we see the Tesseract is after the... Captain America, the first Yes, I was, I was hoping and you'd bring that up. Howard yeah. Stark or Bucky, they... they Dig it up from the bottom of the ocean because they have that in a claw. Yeah. That's the first time we see it. 
then then it's back in the Avengers. So how did it go from Howard Stark to Marvel? To space. Yeah, to space. Yeah, that's yeah. like a pretty big jump. I don't that know. is. I mean, it's 50 years. I guess. Like a lot can be. But... Yeah, a little explanation. Know, eBay. When did Red Skull come back? Maybe he's in the Captain Marvel too. It's, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Again, I have my cape. Yeah. No, ah. Wow. Yeah. The, there's. I think the thing that's hard with this prequel. Sorry to go off Goose for a second because mm-hmm. Goose is the best part of this movie. Um, they messed around with a lot of things that they probably shouldn't have messed with, and that just leaves you questions with like, wait, okay, they did that there. How does that get there now? Like, there's a lot of things. And I get it. It's it's 50 years after Captain America, and it's 20 years before Avengers. So it's like, I get it, but still, it was a little, sometimes jarring. Did so, they specifically say what year it took place? 95. 95. Hey. Yeah. So that was a delicious year. Friends, yeah. Oh, sorry. Friends I was 95. born in 95. That's <laughs> oh, what hey, I'm saying. That's most important. Yeah. Sorry, they should have said that in the movie. <laughs> September 29, 1995. That's an important date, right? Yeah, yeah. Samuel Jackson's like, what? <laughs> That's where he'd have his motherfucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so good things about Goose. Yeah. Good. Um, I I enjoyed the Samuel Jackson and Goose moments. They were adorable. Yeah. But I especially enjoyed when Ben Mendelsohn was afraid of Goose. Yeah. And the scene where he's just holding a cat. Yeah. He's or, like, like, yeah. or when they're taking off into space and the cat just pressed against yeah, exactly. the cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that cat was so adorable, too. Yeah, it was. I won't lie, I thought that was one of the best jumps of the movie when the tentacles just burst out yeah. of its mouth. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and he does it again. <laughs> come on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Come on, come on. <laughs> Yeah, Goose is smart. He knew it was a scroll. That's yeah. really kind of... I like how Goose is in... Will Goose be in... Why can't Goose just eat Thanos? That's a, Wasn't... Goose, that is the end to wasn't end Goose. Game, I will be happy. I will <laughs> I be know. okay with that end, yeah. Well, because didn't they mention actually in the movie that they said that there's scrolls on the planet, right? They mentioned that in the beginning. Yeah. So maybe that's how the cat was surviving? Was it just find people, scrolls who were trying to infiltrate S.H.I.E.L.D.? And it was just like, nom, 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 but the cat knows the scrolls are good, though. Yeah, how did it find out scrolls were good? I oh, because it was because Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Marvel knew scrolls were I wonder how that cat's intelligence works. Hey, uh, Marvel, quick question here. <laughs> how, does Go- how intelligent is Goose? How does Goose learn? Is Goose just the cat's intelligence? I don't know. Wow, deep. Really deep stuff. Hey, Goose. Goose really did it for me. I love how he got his own po- or he got his own poster I for know. the Marvel thing, which yeah. was so funny. I'm so into Goose. I think Goose will be an endgame. I hope Goose so. should get his own story. Movie. Goose actually it's gonna be a, another versus movie. It's gonna be Goose versus Anthony. It's no, actually Goose versus Groot. Goose <laughs> Goose versus Groot. Captain Marvel two, the main character is actually Goose and the side character is Carol Danvers. And Groot. Yeah, they're gonna get Groot in it somehow. Then Diesel's like, I'm not in enough Marvel movies. And then they're like, Alright. She's He's like, What movie you wanna be? I wanna be opposite Goose. And they're like, You realize he's just a cat. I wanna be opposite Goose. And like and I'm a tree. CGI cat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a CGI cat. I wonder if like, Was it CGI for most of it? I, it looked CGI for most of it. Really? There were I thought, where it was a real cat. I think when he when he met the cat the first time and he picked oh, it up, real. I think that yeah. was the... There was I think a lot of cat. CGI cat. There was a lot oh, of Oh, obviously. Cat. You're not going to be able to have a cat have tentacles come out of its what? mouth. <laughs> That's not real? That's not real? 
You're you're telling me. I'm not a science. I'm not a too. science major, but I don't think that it's possible. I'm pretty sure cats have tentacles. It just blah, blah, blah. I wish they had Bill Nye in this. Just have like Bill Nye at Shield just walking around. See, I think they could have had more '90s references. I That's what really I was saying. They could, yeah. So Bill Nye on, well, of course, Bill. They'd have to use de aging on Bill Nye. That'd be just funny though. They just were like, it's ah, too much, and they just have Bill Nye look like how he looks like today, or they just take clips of him from the Bill Nye the TV show. <laughs> or they could have just had it playing on a TV in some yeah. place. I don't know where it would be. Also, quick thing on music. Should have had different music selections. Just going to say. I thought they could have picked better well, 90s tunes. From well, yeah. yeah. I, I was telling Josh before you came down, I was mentioning to him that I kind of wish they had showed her in the radio in Radio Shack trying to purchase things. <laughs> because she hasn't been, she doesn't remember being on Earth, so she, how is she going to buy things? And yeah. all of a sudden she has a thing where she un, unhooks the phone. Oh, well, I think it was closed. <clears throat> I think she just broke in. To yeah, she, in. well, that would have been funny to see, was like, though. oh, yeah, break in, go for it. Well, yeah. well, he, that's, yeah, well we don't know, though. I mean, we assume it was closed, but the cop, the security guard should have been like, well, it's closed or something like that. But that would have been cool, though, if it was open well, to see it, her well, interaction. Well, it definitely was closed because Blockbuster was closed. Okay, you know what? Just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to prove a point. I'm I, just saying if they, inc- if no, they because just, the longevity of that scene... <laughs> You're, I want more 90s. I want Radio Shack, all right? Is that too much to ask? You're absolutely right because there was a cute thing that they had where Captain Marvel's like, are you head of security for your planet? Yeah. And, like, she's talking yeah. like this alien, and it would have been funny if they did continue that yeah. in Radio Shack where yeah. she continued this bit because I don't think... Are they, you head of communications for this planet? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> I think they could have... Uh, sorry, is my, uh, my translator chip might not be working. <laughs> uh, can you understand me? It's... There were so many funny things. Also, do all the people on the Cree planet speak English then? Or she speaks Cree, but the it comes out that translated. Okay, so that's what I mentioned. Because no, but then she takes off the Marvel suit for the leather jacket, or is it underneath? Oh, that? oh I think it's under. Oh, it must be underneath. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> must be underneath. That'd be crazy. If what? She just spoke Cree the whole time. Um, yeah. I just really never thought about it. Damn. Or if they have a translator, she they found her speaking English, then her translator just translates her into Cree. Cree. That's a good point. Oh man. These are. Hey Marvel. Another they question. Never, <laughs> they never explain that in the Guardians movies either. No, they don't. That's Everyone a really good point. Everyone speaks English across the galaxy. Well, that's what we could learn. Aliens will always speak English. <laughs> yeah. If I know one thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that I think we really covered a lot of Captain Marvel. Forty five minutes. In the end, no matter how much you bash it, it's still a fun movie. Yeah. And I think we're only bashing it because it is Marvel and Marvel just does a great job with That's exactly you, it. Like you, we're nitpicking. It was yeah. you know what I was thinking about today too. I was like, you know, most of the characters I do not care about in this series I feel kinda of bad, but <laughs> like I don't care right. about <laughs> Captain Marvel. <laughs> I well, don't care about Mantis, and, they didn't give and I don't care about either. Scarlet Witch. Like I honestly like those like Captain Marvel. I can't get into because I don't really. Care I got into Scarlet Witch after Infinity War because I liked her thing with Paul Bettany. I really thought that was adorable. I, I, I will debate you on this because she's one of the most irrelevant characters. Hey, I, we have, I don't think we can get enough Scarlet Witch. I want to see her just throw things around there. She's she's powerful too. Like yeah. she really is. Like also, I want to have. Can we have a podcast where we just talk about the relationships in Marvel? Yes. Because yeah. I'd love to dive into that Paul Bettany Scarlet Witch thing. That was I like <laughs> Vision Scarlet Witch. Oh gee, oh no! <laughs> Wait, I thought he plays Paul Bettany. <laughs> He's just much. purple Paul Bettany in the whole film. <laughs> I also never thought about it. It makes sense if he left because he's been in the movie since Iron Man. 
Mm. He was really Lewis Jarvis. Yeah, yeah he's Jarvis. Oh, yeah. The, which is crazy. I, I, he's, he's OG. Does he yeah. go if he turns in when he goes into a human form? Does he go by Jarvis? He goes by Paul Bettany. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, did you see? He me goes by Chico. He goes by Robert Downey Jr. He does. <laughs> God, that'd be crazy. That was the thing that we brought up in the, one of the other movies. Like, if you can just turn into a human, like, why wouldn't he walk around being a human the entire time? Because he didn't have... <laughs> it's because he was... At first, they're like, we want you to put this makeup on. And then after, probably... <laughs> was it... When did they finally have him be human? Was it not until Infinity War? Yeah, remember He's they were in like, Ireland? They probably... He was like, you're not paying me enough to do this makeup. Well, the funny like, thing I'm was, is, like, if, if you actually, like, think about it... Like, I was thinking about that entire scene, and I was like... With Scarlet Witch, I was like, girl, you are getting upset over a computer. I was like, uh, you can't... Uh, re- the sexy computer. I was, yeah, I was like, yeah, but you can't reproduce with a computer. Unless you're know. playing Sims. I don't that's know. Why, maybe that's why he's in the human form. That's a good point. Yeah, but I don't think you can just automatically grow stuff down there. <laughs> they want... I don't, I don't think that's how that works. I am not... We want the, the biology of Paul vision, Bendy's yeah. character, vision. <laughs> vision. Human form and computer form. Yeah. Yeah, we want to know the difference. All right, I'm going right. to stop it here. We have three great questions, so if you want those answered, <laughs> tag Marvel and tag us. And the Russo brothers. <laughs> yeah, and the Russo brothers. We need to get them on. I found out that they do have an Instagram, by the way. They have to. Well, I didn't know that they had an Instagram. There's a lot of people like, you don't have an Instagram. I actually do now. Do you really? Yeah, but okay. don't follow it. I don't. If you wanted to follow me, it's at Josh Karam Artist on Facebook. That's oh, at Josh Karam Artist. Dude. Well, this was fun. This yeah, was I had a fun, fun time. I, I really, It's honestly, always fun to use your hands. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I was, I was very excited because I saw it last night and I was just waiting to talk about it because I think it was, it's, it was the movie that we saw after, what was the last Marvel film? Infinity War. Oh, I guess Ammon and the Wasp. But I mean, I think right. I'm still comparing it to. I'm Jeez, still comparing Joe, it to you're the Marvel Infinity buff, aren't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I messed up. Definitely. Let me bridge the gap really quick. <laughs> All right, sorry. I gotta catch. I'm gonna look at my 1995 pager here. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love pagers. All right. Thanks for tuning in. As they'd say in the 90s, have a tubly, tublier night. <laughs> Tubular? Tubular. That's what it is. Have a gnarly night. Have a gnarly night. That's it. Yeah. Shaka. Rad. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group. We're together. We can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session. 